The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Young Heatwave, aka Young Handheld Microphone, because I couldn't be asked to set up a proper microphone. AKA Young got my fan turned on to number two this week instead of number one like it was last week. AKA Hottest Day in England since record began. A.K.A. I am recording this on Tuesday, in case you hadn't guessed already. A.K.A. Mr. Had to wait till 10 o'clock at night so my bedroom would be cool enough for me to be able to sit in here for an hour and record this. A.K.A. Young. Admittedly, these nicknames are longer than actually saying my name. A.K.A. I have to reiterate once again, I'm sorry at the poor quality of this handheld microphone over the quality of the normal microphone, a.k.a. your fucking boy, Mr. Jack Fox. And once again, it's time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, let me tell you, today, the 19th of July... 2022 it's fucking hot i'm aware this will come out on thursday and by then i'm sure we'll all be over it i'm sure it'll be raining and thunderstorms and fucking snowing but yesterday and today have been fucking hot and i'm also aware that that's all anybody has ever said for the past two days so we're trying not to harp on it too much however i would like to kick off Straight away, from the top, from the get-go, by addressing some of the advice that I have seen given from some so-called experts on how to keep cool during the heatwave. It's been on the news, on TV, I've seen people sharing shit on social media, I've seen stuff on uh, Twitter mostly, and also, also, I'm about to sneeze, so do bear that in mind. I'm glad we got through that. Um, some of the advice that some people have been given about how to stay cool during this heat wave is it can't be right. Look, I'm not a smart man, nor am I anyway savvy in the sciences. I think we um covered that last week when I couldn't figure out how a plane works and I put a very simple, I clipped it up and put it on social media, I was, was it last week or the week before, when I got back from Italy, I was like I don't understand how, the start is I was making a joke I thought to say I do understand how planes work, of course I don't know how planes work, I'm a fucking drummer, no drummer knows how planes work, but I clipped it up and put it on social media because it was a fucking joke and somebody hopped in the comments and just told me how a plane works and I was like Oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, I think we've established that I'm not the fucking guy to come to 
if you want information on science. I am the guy to come to if you're looking for a silly goose time. I've just ripped off Chris D'Elia there, but nevertheless, it's true. So the advice that people are given during the heat wave is surely, surely bullshit. The first one, there was a guy on, I don't know what, this morning or on the news or some fucking bulletin bullshit, right, whatever. A climate scientist. Now, I've done a lot of comedy shows, as I'm sure you're aware. And during these comedy shows, the MC often asks people jobs. The people sit in the front row, what do you do for work? Then they'll often have a joke on it or whatever, whatever. Never once. It's often people who work in IT, people who are teachers, nurses, bus drivers, whatever, right? Policemen, etc. Never once have I encountered a climate scientist, which to me just screams not a real job. And the way this fucking guy was going on, I would bet that he doesn't have an actual job and he doesn't get paid for this. The first thing he said was, the first thing he said was, everybody, close your windows. Why? Because the air outside is hotter than the air in your house. Um... Maybe that's true in some cases. Maybe that's true. But I can't see how keeping the windows closed is going to keep me cool. Even if the air outside... Because I'm opening a window for a breeze. I'm not opening the window to get... It's not like the air on my front street is going to be like looking and see, oh, there's a window open there. It's just flying like... Like, you know, when in fucking Disney movies, when you see, like, the the um, the heat of a pie on a, wind, on a, like a windowsill. That's not what the air's going to do. It's not going to fly into the window. If a breeze comes past, some of that breeze is going to hit the gap in the window, and then I'm going to feel all nice and cozy and nice and refreshed inside. The second thing he said... So, so we've established the first one's bullshit, right? He's talking absolutely nonsense. This guy is obviously not a climate scientist, which isn't a job that exists anyways. The second thing he said, which I actually... This one I agree with him on. This one's just common sense. So keep your blinds closed and your curtains closed so the sun doesn't come in. Fine. Fine. Agree with you there. Um, and then I think, actually, actually, you know what, I think from there, I don't think he had much more advice. I think you just started harping on, about, oh, no, 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 I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. The third one, this was the clincher for me. This is the one that, like, I don't really listen to the news and shit that's on anyways, it's just kind of background noise, but this was the one that made me go, hang on about, is this guy fucking for real or what? Don't, this is his third piece, he had three pieces of advice. The first one I disagree with, the second one's fucking common sense. The third one, this was the fucking clincher for me, right? This guy said, in order to stay cool during the hottest day that England's ever had since records began, don't take cold showers. Because naturally, your body will start to heat up to combat the fact that you're standing under cold water. Now, we have established I am not a scientist. However, does it look like I was born yesterday? Is there a neon sign above my head that says 
mug with an arrow pointing down to my forehead. Look into my eyes right now and tell me, do I look like a cunt? Because if you think about it, the answer to those three questions is obviously no, sir. Because I'll tell you one thing, I'll tell you one thing I'll be doing today, sir, is taking cold shower after cold shower after cold shower to cool down. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you another thing, it's fucking worked momentarily. In the moment of standing under a cold shower, I have felt cold. In my eyes, that is two plus two equaling four. My, my, I haven't stood under the cold shower, and then my fucking body temperature has skyrocketed to come back. I, I understand science and bodies, the human body is a fucking miracle, and it, it, it does things that, like, you know, stupid shit, like you, you leave your hair unwashed for three months and it'll suddenly start to wash itself. And shit like that. Genius, miracle, fantastic. We're, we're born to live in the wild and forage and we're not born to eat Domino's pizza and shit like that. Great. But come on, man. It's 40 degrees outside. And you want me to shut all my fucking windows and just not take a cold shower? Eat... A boiling bag of hot dicks. I'm standing under that cold shower until my fucking fingertips get wrinkly and I'm just, I've just, my cock's just disappeared inside my body because it's so cold and I'm just all foreskin. Oh, actually, um, you, you know, you, you know, you know the fact. Actually, you're supposed to um, only take hot showers, and then make sure when you come out of the shower, you also put the heating on, and then uh, also put your coat on, and uh, have your slippers and your pants on, and then uh, you'll never feel cool ever again. Shut the fuck up, man. No fucking chance. Also, another thing that I saw, not from this fucking stupid climate scientist douchebag, uh, um, douchebag. Fucking hell, he starts going out with an American, he starts using American words. Um, saw on TikTok that you're, sub- you're not supposed to, but the advice is to wear clothes because um, when you sweat, it, you, if your sweat stays on your skin, you'll stay hot. So you're supposed to have like sweat. Not on so so if you're just sitting around sweating or if you're walking around sweating, you need clothes to rub off on the clothes so you can. And I was like, I kind of get that, but also tops off, bottoms off, dicks out for the sun. Take it or fucking leave it. I've got three fans on us at one go, plus one of them ones that go around my neck and is blasting on my face. I'm taking a cold shower, I'm opening my windows, and I'm getting my cock out, and there's fucking nothing you can do about it. All right. (laughs) Now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by the new Hive Mind single, aptly titled for this heatwave, Fire, Fire, Fire. The song is released on all online platforms July 22nd. 
please go stream it check it out please let me know what you think if you enjoy it and look if you don't like it just don't tell anybody and share it anyways thank you very much all right while i've got you here this weekend the 22nd and 23rd of july i'm at the stand newcastle the weekend shows i love doing them shows do come along if you want a good time and a laugh uh, and then like, like i said the new hive mind singles coming out also on friday so listen to that on the way to the gig it will be a good time and then next week the big one the 30th of july hive mind headline show at independent with two nowhere and shallow we cannot wait get your tickets now because they're selling fast the stream hour song come to our game come see me at the weekend at the stand ah, bye I know a lot of people have to say that the tickets are selling fast, but they're not actually selling fast, but actually our tickets are going to sell quite well, and actually the independent promoter is called Ben, is really nice guy, he's really, really quite impressed with how far the tickets are going so well, so if you're going to get a ticket, do get one now, because apparently the last week of the weekend leaving up to the gig is always the busiest weekend for tickets, and apparently we won't even sell out, if we sell out, we're going to get more money, but that's neither here nor there, that's neither here business, the business side of the things, you don't really want to hear the business side of things, you just want to come and have a good time with the show, but also stream the song, and then you go see me at the stand if you really want to, I'm really looking forward to these next few gigs we're going to have, because it's going to be really fun, and I'm really looking forward to releasing the single, even though I'm scared, I have single release anxiety, and I hope it does really well because of medicine. I just want to do really well, I just really good numbers, and we are back, that's all, that's all true as well, I am, uh, I do get anxiety on the, um, like the week of releasing a song, as I'm sure you guys know, uh, from listening to many episodes of mine, but I'm very proud of this Hive Mind song, um, the way we put it together, and it's uh, it's a good song, and I'm really, really, really looking forward to the gig. If you do want to come see a rock gig, look, I know the majority of you listening to this have seen me perform in some shape and capacity, um, you know, rapping or comedy. But I'm really proud of of uh, Hive Mind, and uh, we all work really hard, and um, and I'm snotty. I'm not getting emotional, but I'm snotty. Um, we all work really hard, and we all want to do a really good show, and we're all really looking forward to it. So. 30th of July if you're about uh, and also doing the weekend shows at the stand they'll be really really good I know Sammy Dobson's hosting I think Susan McCabb is headliner she's great as well um, it'll be a good time but anyways enough of that fucking bullshit um, it's not bullshit actually it's all, it means a lot of um, I'll put all the stuff in the description whatever um, I went out to see this is, this is I don't know if this is going to be interesting to you but um, I went out to see some friends of mine over the week and um i have a very close group of friends that i've known since school like a lot of my other friends are like musician friends or comedian friends um you know as you would make friends with people you work with you know and that's that's fine but i don't see them a lot outside of gigs and stuff because that's most of my life is just going to gigs and doing gigs um so i actually have i have some close friends that i went to school with um who we don't we don't really kind of it's weird i don't know if this is a this is a, a thing being a, a man or not but we don't really tend to get involved that much in other people's in each other's sort of business or like work or i mean a few of them are married our kids and that's great and i'm really pleased for them and i'm really proud for them and i went to the wedding and whatever whatever but we just kind of when we get together it's just all just talking absolute fucking nonsense and complete bullshit we don't i don't really honestly you could ask me what there's, there's six of us all together. We're like the cast of Friends, even though Seinfeld's better. That's neither here nor there. We're like the cast of Friends. And similar to Friends, I couldn't tell you what th- at least three of them do for a job. They just work in an office day to day, and that's about all. I couldn't tell you the companies they work for and whatever. But I've seen, I've seen them all in the worst parts of their life when they've been drunk or 
you know, one of them had a relative who wasn't very well, and she, I, I remember she came to my house and she just, just cried for two hours, and I was just there for her. We've been festivals, we've been away to places, we've been whatever. So we're close friends, but it's that weird. Well, like, like the immediate, like, if you listed your the things that you do in your life, like just on a day to day basis, number one would probably after after like family, girlfriend. If you have a kid or whatever, number two would probably be work, like what you do for a job. And we just like skip over that bit and just jump straight into the. Remember that time you were wrecked at that party and you kissed that guy? Like, you know what I mean? We just jump into that shit straight away. So, anyways, that was too much information. That was far too much information about my psyche. Um, so, so we're sitting, we just went for something to eat, right? Dead casual. I was home by like 10 o'clock. Um, we're sitting around having something to eat, and I'm not going to say the names. I don't know if they listen to this or not. I'm not sure if they do or not. But one one of my friends was like, um, "I I got home the other day, and I had a long day at work, and I got home, and it was late, and I got out of the car, and I went. And she she just moved in house with her husband, right? And um, I I got out, and I went I went home, and uh, it's a long day, and I was pissed off, and whatever. I got in, I, went, I pretty much went straight to bed when I got in. And then I was walking up around two or three in the morning by somebody banging on the door. This is like a radio play now. Somebody banging on the door saying that they've just seen on... She parked, she parked in a busy street, she had to park outside somebody else's house. So the neighbour who knocked on her door had just seen somebody in her car. Because it turns out that she hadn't locked a car door. When she got out of the car, and somebody just been in a car and stole like a pair of sunglasses, and I don't know what he what people keep in cars. I mean, she's not leaving a phone in there, but you know, sunglasses and a fucking some chewing gum and some CDs and some bull right bullshit stuff. But the sunglasses cost like seventy quid, and just, oh fuck's sake, what a pain in the ass! How much of a dick am I? I left my car unlocked. And I was like, how do you leave? How do you leave a car unlocked? Like, like it's pretty like getting out of a car to go back into your house pretty much the only thing you need to do the only thing you need to do when you close a car door after getting out of it if you, if it's your car is lock it like it, like technology's come on so much now that you just have a beep around you you can probably just say speak into your keys and just say lock and it would just lock like but apparently it's also it also has an automatic lock apparently if you leave it for so long after leaving the car but the keys because she had to park outside another person's house wasn't in front of her house the keys weren't in distance enough so it didn't automatically lock and I was like that's no excuse you shouldn't be relying on a fucking automatic lock for not locking your car and as she's telling us this story the group of our friends and we're all kind of taking the piss out of it like how do you how do you not lock a car my other friend says a similar thing happened to me where... No, I should have wrote it down more. I've only wrote down the names and then car unlocks in my notes. But she had to leave her... Maybe she'd been out somewhere for a drink or something. She had to leave her car somewhere. She couldn't drive it home. And the next day, she was going to the... Um, to a train station she just thought fuck it I'm going to leave my car where I leave it and I'll get it when I come back she was going away somewhere as she's in the taxi the next day the police ring her and say is this your car it's on XYZ street she was like yes I've left it there because I'm going away and I, I left it overnight because I'd been on for a drink but it's okay I only live around the corner whatever whatever and the police were like no it's fine where you've parked but you're 
your door is open. Not only is it unlocked, the door is open. <laughs> like, like as if you've just like like I don't know how as if somebody's getting in it. The door is open, and she was like, "What?" And she had to take the taxi back to where the car is. And she was like, "Fuck me, the door's open." I think I'm just I'm just starting to remember now. So what had happened was, took a car somewhere, decided to leave it. Got home after the night out, re- realized she'd left her phone in her car. Okay, so she walked back to her car. That's how close the car was to her house. Walked back to the car. Was still drunk. Couldn't drive it. Just thought, fuck it. I'll get my phone. Fine. So obviously, had drunkenly opened her car. Like, unlocked it. Opened the door. Got her phone out. And then just fucking walked away from a crime scene. As if, like, she's fucking Liam Neeson. Some cold-blooded murder someone in the middle of the street. Then just fucked off. And just left a car. And this is the thing. I've known this person since i was in school she's a very very smart lady she has a very very good job a very nice house she's got a very very nice car and yet couple of drinks and she'll just fucking leave a car door open so somebody in the morning of, of where she's parked the house outside she parked has called the police and said um there's a random car outside my house that's been here for like three hours and i've seen nobody come back to it and the fucking passenger side door is just open ready for action like what's going on here and then the scandal registration or whatever and the i think the maddest thing about that is well the maddest thing about that is is just fucking leaving your car door open for the whole world to see but also the fact that she's she was going away the next day so if nobody had rang a car door had just been left open for like however long she went away for. I think she went away for like three or four nights. You got stray dogs and cats living in there. You come back, you find a family of homeless people living in there. Your seats have been taken out. The fuck, man? And how is this? And like, what are the chances of two of my best friends who, like I say, I must reiterate, are very smart, have very good jobs, do very well for themselves, have nice cars, they're not fucking stupid people, it's not like this happens on the regs. How does this same thing happen to two of my friends in the same week? And also, the second one, arguably worse than the first one, because the door is just left wide open, and it took my first friend telling us all the story for my second friend to go, oh, yeah, that happened to me as well like, the other day. Like, like the disrespect these cars are getting. I, I, my cars are fucking, as the kids say, a dinger. It's got rust on the wheel trims, the wheel arches. It's dirty inside. I mean, it's not dirty, but it's dirty. it could do with a hoover. You know what I mean? It's an old, old, old Honda Jazz. But I, I love my car. And I, I try to respect it as much as I can. The disrespect. I, I, I know for a fact my second friend has a big Audi. You just gonna, you just gonna Westo Crown Village. Just fucking leave. I mean, it's a nice area, sure, Westo Crown Village. But still, a stray fox, just. Jumping in the back seat, quick piss, quick shit. Jumps out. 
you know what I mean? A couple of kids playing football, a ball goes in the... Oh, there's a car over there. Let's see what's in the glove compartment. Uh, uh, just the door just fucking swinging open for the whole world to see. Oh, you people. What's going on, yeah? <laughs> I thought that was really funny. How t- It happened to two of my friends, you know? Um... I know I don't like I, you guys know how much I love football, right? Because I do the football chat episodes and stuff like that as well. Um, I love football a lot. I support Manchester United. I try not to harp on too much about football unless it's a football chat episode because I know some people don't like football and I don't really. I, I love football. I love watching it. I'll watch any football game at any time, but I don't really like talking about it because it all gets very one-sided and people start coming out with stupid shit like. Oh, fucking, you know, Nottingham Forest are the greatest team of all time. It's like, obviously not, but you know what? You know what I mean? Like, it's dumb, right? And I also try. Um, I uh, I respect footballers. I think the the you know obviously they make a lot of money and I was regularly criticised for that. But I respect them. I think they sacrifice a lot, and sometimes I don't think they get the. Um, they don't get the uh, the sacrifice a lot, and they're abused a lot online. That's even without like the racial connotations that often comes with football, which is just a whole different conversation and just absolutely ridiculous. Um, but um, all that to say, I recently watched had the unfortunate pleasure to watch the Paul Pogba documentary on Amazon. Do I have an Amazon Prime Video account? No. Don't sue us. I found a way to watch it because I'm a big fan of Paul Pogba. Rather, I should say, was a big fan of Paul Pogba. I'm a Man United fan. Paul Pogba played for Man United. He started his career at Man United, moved to Juventus, came back from Man United, came back to Man United. I was very excited for him to come back. And that's to say, he hasn't quite hit the heights of a player of his calibre. You'd expect him to. But I still liked him as a player, as a personality. And I know he divided opinions a lot between Man United fans as well, especially. Um, but if you're not familiar with who Paul Pogba is, I'm sure if you Google him, you'll get an idea. He has he has all the he always has a cool haircut or like let's say cool. He always has a has a noticeable haircut. He dyes his hair different colors all the time. He's very outgoing. He does. I'm sure he has a TikTok account where he just dances. He likes music. He likes fashion. He's in adverts for Pepsi and Adidas. Like he's a he's a brand. He has his own line of emojis called Pogmojis. He puts Pog in front of everything. The, the documentary was called Pogmentary. And it should be called Pogumentary. Because it, documentary, Pogumentary. So that you missed... Going into it, I'm already like, well, I'm a little bit pissed off. But we'll, we'll get past that. He plays uh, football. He, for Manchester, he, he doesn't play for Manchester United anymore. He now plays for Juventus. But he played during the time of the Pogumentary, uh, played for Manchester United and the French national team. Uh, uh, they won the World Cup a few years ago. I was very happy he scored in the final. First Man United player to score in the final since Bobby Charlton in 1966. That's by the by. Very pleased that he won. Um, and then, they, uh, you know, two years after the World Cup, you, you play the Euros. That's all the, all the national teams in, the, in uh, Europe. And they got knocked out of the Euros by Switzerland. And Paul Pogba scored a great goal in that game and also gave the ball away uh, for Switzerland's last goal. So, you know, that's, well, that's the ups and downs of football. That's just how football works. Um, and all the way through the Pogumentary, um, he, 
keeps reiterating how much he loves playing for his national team, and rightly so. I think if you play for your national team, it's probably the highest honour you can get as a sportsman. But personally, I put club over country, but that's just fucking me. That's a different conversation for a different day. But he, as a Man United fan, I'm getting more pissed off. There's five episodes, and there's third and fourth episode going. I'm like, all right, tone it down a bit, son. Um, and he keeps saying how much he loves playing uh, for his country. And um, then the lost in the Euros, they get knocked out by Switzerland. It's, it's heavy on, on Pogba. and Because uh, he gave the ball away for the last goal. And like I said, I, I'm very supportive of footballers when people say, oh, you know, they shouldn't earn all the money they shouldn't. Well, they probably shouldn't. But if clubs can afford to pay them, and and that's what it takes to lure a player to your club, why not? Like if somebody's offering me... 200 grand to play football or another club was offering me it was just a, just as good a club 250 grand a week to play then why not right but it's when players do shit like this pisses me off the pogumentary he's he's on camera almost crying at the fact he's so upset that they've locked out, knocked out of the Euros because there's not many teams that have won the World Cup and the Euros back to back that will go down in history and he's so sad, and he's, you know, worked so hard, and it's it's tough, and blah, blah, blah. It's really, and then, then he's like, I need I need to get away from football. I'm so bogged down with soccer. I'm so, it's it's in my head. No more football. I'm so upset. I, I'm so emotional and cry. Then he takes a fucking private jet to Miami, where he has a... a, a, a um, a penthouse apartment, his own penthouse apartment. He takes his whole family out there. Um, and his wife, who doesn't like football or anything, when he, when he lands, takes him out on the private beach that they have. And he ha- they have like a whole dinner set up like on the beach. And he's like, oh, you know, I didn't want... I didn't want any... <laughs> I don't want the attention. I don't want any of this. I'm like, oh, if you don't want the attention... And if you really feel so bad, it's it's very hard to feel sorry for someone for losing a football match when two days after they lose said football match, they take a private jet to their penthouse suite in a different country in Miami to then go on their private beach with their supermodel wife and eat dinner, surrounded by a camera crew who are making a documentary about yourself, which you have sold to the biggest corporation in the world, Amazon, to be played on their streaming service. It's very, very difficult for me to look at that and go, I'll relate to that. It's hard for me to then stick up for you, Paul, if you're listening. Do you know what I mean? Look, I had a whole thing on this. I wanted to go into it in a bit more detail and I might do on the next episode. But to be honest, in a week's time, I'm hoping that I forgot about the Pogumentary because it wasn't an all-round good look for Paul Pogba. And I was a big fan of him. And I still Look, he's an excellent football player. I'll say that. But this has left a sour taste in my mouth. Should have quit while I was ahead with the car stories. Um, Just what I'm saying is if you have Amazon Prime and you like football... But hate Man United. Watch the Pogumentary. I think you'll enjoy it. But if you like Man United and you don't like football, don't watch it. 
Anyways, there we go. Um, new Hive Mind song. If you listen to this on Thursday, new Hive Mind song's coming out tomorrow. If you listen to this any later than Thursday, new Hive Mind song's out now. It's called Fire, 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 and it's out on all streaming platforms. Um, you know, a gig on the 30th of July at Independent with To Nowhere and Shallow. Tickets are selling well. We're not sold out yet, but it looks like it might sell out. By the, by the time the gig rolls around if you want to come along do grab a ticket I'm at the stand the 22nd and 23rd um, and then after that we'll be in August and I've got some more gigs in August but that's coming up very soon and I'll tell you about it when and where thanks for listening as always um, try and stay hydrated in this heat eh? alright thanks very much fire 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 coming out tomorrow or it's out now go listen to it tell me what you think let me know what you think let me know what you think. Honest opinions, please. I'll play the fuck out with some drums on it. Let's see if they hear all there. All right. Uh, I love you. Stream fire, fire, fire. All right. Love you. Bye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. I've just been announced as the newest member of G-Unit. New girl in a white tee, but you can definitely see through it. You make up what you rap about, but I've actually been through it. My next album coming out exclusively on sheet music. What? <laughs>